Hello, everybody, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and today we are going to be talking about the stories we tell other people and how we describe our lives and getting clear on what that is rooted in. So if you are new to Joyfully You Podcast, I am a self-love and empowerment coach. I've studied communication and psychology. I've studied emotional intelligence and resiliency. And a lot of the things I share are through my own life learnings and also the things that I've studied about law of attraction. And a lot of it though is intuitive of seeing these different things of me working through my own growth in my life and wanting to share that with you guys to support you in your growth and your journey and you creating joy in your life and returning to the joyful part that is within you. And that is what Joyfully You is about. And learning how to reconnect with the childlike curiosity and the boldness of the inner child that doesn't give a shit, that is willing to ask for what they want and express their emotions and say what they need. You know, because somewhere along the line as we grow up, especially for my fellow empathetic and sensitive friends out there, such as myself, you can pick up on the needs of other people. And that's why it's really easy to become a people pleaser when you are very sensitive, because you can notice, you can kind of control certain situations based off how you respond, based off what you know about people. Um, And so, you know, that's kind of been my journey is uncovering these different things that were blocking me from intimate relationships or stunting me in my own business growth. I know quite a few guys, uh, quite a few of you ladies that listen here on the podcast, men too. I know there's a few, but it's mostly it's mostly a girl gang up in here, Joyfully You. And a lot of you guys have your own business. You guys have things that you're working on and creating or side hustles or art projects. I know there's a lot of coaches that listen. So, you know, I don't talk about business specifically with things. Like I have been building my own personal brand and learning how to create a coaching business. And I've kind of been really gone deep with coaching and, and learning and exploring, you know, just as people change, like our interests change of how we want to show up and support and serve the world or support and serve your own passions and connecting to the things that cause passion. And it's really interesting because on the other side of passion is anger. Like that's the flip side. So whenever you find yourself getting angry about something, it's because there's something else that you're really passionate about, you know, that that is directly interfering with kind of interesting, you know, just to think about when we heal anger, it erupts passion, you know? So me being so passionate about self-love and about empowerment and about working through our emotional cycles and, you know, learning about our emotions so we can be able to process them and create peace, you know, rather than toxic relationships or addiction or so many other things that happen when we don't know how to value and love ourselves and stand up for ourselves. So I struggled with that so much and it caused, I guess, a lot of anger in my life because that's why I'm so passionate about it. Because I want to be able to guide other, I want to guide women like you in this journey because I've, of the things that I wish that I had, and different realizations of things that I've seen or things that I've learned or studied or just currently lived through. So most of my podcast episodes are inspired by something in my life or um, a specific topic that you guys message me and tell me about because that's why I I love getting messages from you guys on Instagram and becoming friends on Instagram. Um, And you guys can be able to reach out and share like if there's certain episodes that really touched your heart or created a change or if there's topics that you would like to hear more about. You know, I love getting those messages and I copy and paste them into a file and I use that for content when I'm sitting down to record. So, 
Yeah. So welcome. Welcome to Joyful You Podcast. I like to jump right in with it. Today, um, I was, I've been staying at my grandmother's house two nights a week and she has dementia. So someone needs to be there in the evenings and, you know, a different family does it. We have some caretakers and, um, this morning their neighbor came over and I was in the back room. My aunt was over. And so I just didn't want to go out there. I'm like, it's in the morning. It's still my time. I don't want to talk to anyone. Um, and, uh, I could hear him talking and the way he's describing his life. He's like, it's impossible to get a house. I was supposed to move in with my daughter and now there's no room for me. Everything's kind of shit right now. Like the way he was describing his life was just so doomsday. And in his world, that was his reality. And that was the part of the reality he was wishing to share. And it just got me thinking about how powerful the version, like which version of the story we tell and the power it has to how we feel, you know? So there's multiple versions of how you can tell people what's going on in your life. You can be able to, and and this is not about you like being fake with yourself or like trying to, but it's just asking like, how else could you describe what's going on? And I think it's so important because when we're around other people we haven't seen in a while and they're like, oh, how are you? You know, the way you describe your life reveals so much about the direction you're headed in and what you're currently rooted in. So I use this filter whenever I make decisions. um, And it's mainly whenever I'm questioning my own decision, right? There's oftentimes when I'm an immediate yes, like I can be decisive. I've learned how to be decisive and and I did not used to be super decisive. I was so wishy-washy I couldn't make a decision because I was so used to weighing in what everyone else would think versus what do I want? What do I feel like within my body is the right decision? So actually I have two different things I'm going to share with that. So if you are in the phase of like, oh shoot, what do I want? You know, and you've, you've been used to asking everyone else what they want and going with the flow. You know, I used to very much identify with like, I can be happy anywhere, no matter what, like you guys just tell me and I can go with your flow. Like I can always find joy in it. Right. And in some ways that's true. Like I am good at surrendering to the process and just enjoying the journey, but there are times where, you know, you have needs, you have likes, you have dislikes, and it's up to you to be able to like share those things. And so if you ever are needing to make a decision and you aren't sure if it's a yes or a no, you're kind of questioning yourself, taking a moment, like a mindful moment, maybe sit in a chair or like have a little meditation moment and imagine yourself saying yes or no and feel how it feels in your body because the oftentimes what's in alignment if you close your eyes and you imagine doing that thing if it's in alignment it's going to feel expansive like you're expanding you're growing it's going to feel this bigness and it might often feel like scary right but if it feels like it's something that's expanding then that is your intuition. Like that is a yes, right? That we want to say yes to the things that feel like expansion. But if you think about it and close your eyes and imagine it and it feels constricting and it feels like this shrinking, it feels like it's kind of trapping you, then then, it, then it's a no. And so this is why if you ever heard the expression like a full body yes, that's like what that's that's how I imagine the full body yes is does it feel expansion? Does it feel expansive? You know, does it feel like it's opening something up that feels really exciting? And so you can use that filter of does it feel expansive or does it feel contracting? And another way I 
you know, kind of coach myself and soothe myself and, and question myself, um, whenever I'm making a decision, I'm not a hundred percent on is I ask myself this. I'm like, what is my decision rooted in? What are my, what are my thoughts right now rooted in? Because our thoughts and our actions and our decisions can be rooted in love where it's the belief that I'm enough, there's enough, right? The abundance mindset, it's rooted from a place of, I trust that it'll work out, or this is what I truly want. This is like, there's enough, I'm enough, it's enough, it's all working out, right? It's rooted in love. But if your decision's rooted in fear, it's going to feel like, if I turn this down, I might not get another, because there's not enough. And what if I'm not able to fill in the blank, right? It's not enough. I'm not enough. There's not enough. I need to make a fast decision to protect and keep myself safe. And so we have these two different ways, you know, that's the scarcity mindset. And so checking in with yourself, what is my decision rooted in? Is it rooted in love or is it rooted in fear? Does it feel expansive or does it feel constricting and contracting, right? And your body, your the sensitivity of your body is so powerful in helping guiding you in making those decisions that are in alignment with you, you know, and being able to kind of tune out the opinions of what other people would be thinking or, you know, and this is the thing when you become, when you have clarity on what it is that you want, and then you have that decision just know there's going to be certain people that are going to project what they think you should do because that's what they would do. And I call this smearing the fear. They might be like, you know what? You want to know? I think that dot, dot, dot. And you're like, cool. Didn't ask for your advice. And they're just like smearing their fear all over you because, well, they're not you and you're not them. So it just like is relevant. Obviously, if it's obviously if it's people that like you really admire and look up to and love, you know, if 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 they're smearing the fear on you, it can be hard because you value their opinion and it can cause some second guessing. But by acknowledging that they are smearing the fear that they would have if they were you, it almost loses its power a little bit. So you can like if you can identify, oh, they're smearing the fear. It doesn't feel so much like this. Oh, can I actually trust myself because maybe they're right. You know, this is, this is why I look at trust as a muscle. We have to strengthen that trust muscle and strengthen our decisions. And so now kind of coming full circle to how we're talking about it. If you're in the middle of making a decision, or if you are in the middle of trusting the process and you're not sure what the outcome is going to be, when you're talking to people about it, how do you talk about it? Do you talk about it from a place that you're rooted in fear? Like, I don't know if it's going to work out right? Or do you share the exact same story and say, I know it's going to work out, but I don't know how yet, right? And this is where it's really cool because you can start to play around with the manifestations of how you want to feel and what is true for you by being aware, being self-aware of how you are describing what you are experiencing, how you are describing the emotions that you have right now and the feelings that you're having and telling the story that you want to tell, because we can tell multiple versions of the same thing happening in our life from different perspectives. Like I imagine taking, you know, for example, like last night at my grandma's house, she got up so many times. She got up like five times because she has dementia and she was like, what's going on? And my grandfather just passed away. So she was coming out and she was just confused. She was confused. Like, She's like, I know something happened, but I'm not sure what, you know, and it's like these heartbreaking moments, but 
I, the way that I could tell my story of, of last night is I can complain and I can be like, oh my God, it was so awful. Da, da, da. I barely slept. Like I could go down a whole rampage to people. And I, and you know, what I've realized is like a lot of people will use a, their story and exaggerate the intensity of the sadness because that's a way of getting attention. And it's also kind of a, it, I think that people pleasers can do this a lot because the same way they can please, they can manipulate for, for sympathy, you know? And so if you find yourself telling, you know, a hard story that you're going through over and over and over to multiple people, ask yourself, am I actually venting at this point? Or am I just trying to get sympathy? Am I just trying to get um, attention and love and, and extra um, like validation of like how good I'm doing or how great I'm being or how nice I'm being even within this awful struggle of like, oh, poor you. I can't believe you're going through that, right? And I'm not trying to downplay any type of struggles or any type of difficult situations you're going through, but ask yourself, is the way you are describing situations in your life empowering or disempowering? Is it rooted in love or is it rooted in fear, right? And how can you start to validate yourself if you find yourself complaining about the same things or talking about the same things, you know, um, the first time you share about something you're struggling with, it's venting. But then after that, it's, it's complaining. And if we're complaining, we have accepted that we are in a rut and at things aren't working out for us, right? That it's like, oh, I'm here, poor me. And I had a coach once and she was like, okay, because I was in this state of just like feeling bad for myself and like feeling annoyed with myself, but then also not feeling motivated. Like I was feeling super disconnected. And my coach was like, look, Kelsey, you can throw a pity party, but no one's coming. No one's coming to save you from this pity party. No one's coming to pull you out. You have to decide you want to be pulled out. You got to decide that you that things need to change and that you want to feel better. And then all of the other things will come into place. You know, it, it has to be a decision of like, I want to feel really good. I want to feel my best. I want to do my best. I want to speak love and life and faith and hope into my words of how I talk about things. And, you know, a lot of venting for me happens via writing writing is a huge outlet. Journaling is a huge outlet of being able to get clear with like what's going on and process anger. And because sometimes emotions, especially for me, I'm so sensitive that I can get such an influx of emotions that I don't even know how to sort them because I'm not even sure what's going on as to why I'm feeling this way. And so if I can slow down enough to be able to open up my journal and be like, all right, what the fuck is going on? I have this inner dialogue with myself. I could be able to talk to myself. And I feel like, you know, that, that can awaken other parts of you, the wise part of you that gives great advice to the best friend, right? You're able to use that part of you to advise yourself. Um, and so, you know, it's a, it's, it's good to let people in and to open up and to be able to be vulnerable with what's going on, but just be aware of the tone of how you're talking about it and be aware of, are you, are you sharing your difficulties and your struggles with a purpose of getting a certain reaction or is it just because you want to create that connection of like opening up to someone you know because if you're very open about how things have just been so awful to multiple people all day long like how do you feel when you talk about that sometimes it can feel a sense of validation of like that's right I'm struggling and that's why right as this justification for something else and so just check in 
Just check in with yourself and remember that you are fucking powerful and you are strong and you are capable and everything is figure outable. Everything is figure outable. Oftentimes we get so much clarity if we just start asking better questions. You know, start asking yourself better questions. And whatever questions start coming to you. I mean, two questions that I love whenever I feel like in a rut with something, you know, is how can I make this more fun? And how can I make this easier? So with whatever it is that you're doing, maybe if it's around decisions, maybe it's not about like conversational, you know, but maybe it is, right? How can I make this more fun? How can I make this easier? Sometimes if we're going through something difficult and going into all the details kind of brings up those emotions that we don't want to be in, writing it out first And then when you're talking to people about it, go super general, go general with what's going on. Like things have been kind of, you know, difficult, but you know, I'm getting through it. How are you? And focus out. If you ever find yourself not knowing how to talk about something without it just pulling you down with it, then give yourself a little break from talking about it and ask about other people, focus on other people, focus out, ask how other people are doing and allow yourself to be a compassionate ear. Because sometimes when things are really big in our own world, it feels like it's the whole world and we forget to focus out and the love that we can be able to bring into our relationships around us. Sometimes that's the most healing thing is to stop trying to figure out what's going on within your own world for a moment and remember that you are a part of a big world and everything is connected and you, there's so much healing to be found in having a great conversation with someone. Um, so yeah, so speak love and hope and faith and life and positivity into the way you are talking about your life and the things that are going on. You know, this is not about lying to yourself. This is about asking like, well, what's another perspective on this exact same thing that is also true? And how does it feel when I talk about it in this way? Because if it feels different, it's going to create a different situation and reality for you in the long run. Because I think that one of our biggest jobs is to learn how to feel good learn how to feel well, learn how to feel health, learn how to feel love, learn how to feel empowered, you know, but making joy a number one priority because when we feel in full alignment and authentic joy, we lift everyone else around us because it's contagious, right? And so everyone benefits when your joy is prioritized. I'm going to say that again because it just gives me chills. Everyone benefits when your joy is prioritized. Because when you are feeling your most joyful, you're feeling your most generous, you're feeling your most energized, you're feeling your most replenished. That part of you that loves to give is able to because your cup is full and you feel full, right? And so if you need to vent, open a journal. If you have certain people that are your confidant, like your trusted person, talk to them about it. But if you find yourself venting about the exact same story over and over and over again to multiple people, like just notice what is the what is the narrative, the dialogue? Like if every word that came out of your mouth was put into a book for the day, what would that book be about? What was the focus, right? I love a good analogy. And so I hope that one supports you. <laughs> All right, guys, you are listening to Joyfully You. I am Kelsey Lowe, your host, your friend, um, your sister that's rooting for you and cheering for you. And 
holding you high because I believe in your strength and I believe in your capabilities and I believe in your resilience. I believe in your creativity. I believe in your ability to change your life and to create healthy relationships and to kick ass in your business and to get that job you want or start that project you want to start, whatever it is that you are currently infusing joy into, I'm rooting for you. Um, If you love this episode or if you know someone that needs to hear this, go ahead and send it to them. Um, If you aren't following me or connected with me on Instagram, I'm at Kelsey Lowe Show on Instagram and I'm always hanging out on there. Um, If you love this episode, take a screenshot, post it to your stories, tag me. I love to be able to see that and reshare it. And whenever you guys do that, you're helping me grow this mission of Joyfully You podcast to connect with other women that are sensitive souls like us that are maybe recovering people pleasers or recovering procrastinators um, or women just looking for that sense of connection and and self-love, right? So I just want to say thank you for being a part of this show and I'm sending you so much love and uh, I'll catch you on the next episode. See you later.